Bonsoir, mes camarades de jeu, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. Our maitre de jeu is Mick Swan, and this is episode 12. Our recap will be given by Fred Carter. So without any further delays, como se notre voyage dans le ténèbre. Fred? Oh, our Savior Jesus Christ will not get us out of this one. That bullet did not even pierce his throat. I can't believe I let, or maybe even encouraged us to come down in here. It, it, just to find this Rigo, I assumed it would be some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, scheme on his part, not this kind of blasphemy. You know, we had just nailed down you know, this, this moving corpse up there, literally nailed it down to the wood, and its soft flesh was ripping through the nails. But we got it still, and the, the, the militia had gotten there, and we finally could get down in here to try to figure out what Rigo is doing. And... And, you know, of course, uh, of course, Duplois had to push ahead. He never wants me to take the lead and to, to shine and show my skills. But, but we get down here, and these skulls, they're all carved with this occult symbol and mandala in them. And it's like there's thousands of them. Uh, and, and, and I don't know what that whirlwind was that we passed, the, the purple glow that was just like dust just swirling up into the air. And, and sure enough, we find this bastard Rigaud down here, and he's carving the mandala into the skull of our, of our captain. And he, he's been dead only a few days. Why would he be doing this? I, I, I still don't know why Dupois did not pull the trigger and, and shoot him. We looked right into Rigaud's eyes, and the, the eyes weren't there. It was, it, it, it was like looking into the stars. And, and, and Dupois, what? Why the hell would he reach, reach, race ahead and, and not shoot? Well, I, I shot, but I think we're all damned because it didn't do a thing. Excellent. Well, I know what I'm about to do. Well, I, I should say, that, um, uh, if you recall, though, um, it, it did do something shooting him. Yes, yes. We there was a skull that burst. Yeah, a skull. One of the skulls popped. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how well the connection was made between character and event, so I, I didn't just assume that I, I would interpret that. Okay, all right. All right. I was just, I was just uh, reminding you. Okay. okay. Um, well, obviously, as, as with anyone who's just been shot, whether successfully or not, obviously one one is taken aback, and 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 Rigaud is no no exception to this. But um, unlike most men who've been shot, his his reaction is uh, well atypical, to say the least. Um, he just stands there for a moment. Uh, Surveys the damage to his uh, jacket and uh, kind of chuckles to himself for a moment. Citizen Rigaud, are you familiar with the Scottish game of golf? And I take my, uh, my gun by the barrel 
and I start whacking the skulls left and right. Just because I don't give a shit what he does at this point. Okay. Um, you you do that, and, and Rigaud, um, still chuckling to himself, just gives a massive Gallic shrug. <laughs> I don't care either. I'm getting rid of your art project. I'm, I'm just smashing skulls. Remember, I'm a little no. bit nuts for the next four rounds. Yeah, yeah. Where, where is where is everyone in relation to um, Rigaud? Um, specifically, who is at the front? Uh, I imagine right now, uh, Eugel and I are flanking uh, Pressy since he's just stepped up and took a shot. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in the front, but and I and I, I whispered, "Look, look at his chest. Those skulls in the rash." He looks down at the ground for a moment, um, kind of, uh, well, almost, almost in thought, but also you get the sneaking suspicion that he might just be doing it purely for dramatic effect. And then he stands bolt upright and takes several paces towards Pressy and um, punches you squarely, well, attempts to punch you squarely on the nose. Okay. Give me one second. Does uh, my bayonet at all get in the way since the gun was kind of leveled right at him? Uh, you can use it, you can use it as a parry. The, yes, yes. Your weapon skill for it. Use the weapon skill as the parry? Yeah, oh. instead of dodging. Okay. It's going to go first. And... Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, um, you sort of flinch. As he uh, comes towards you, there's something about his his appearance you don't like. That you get quite a good quite a good look at the the the, the, the markings on his skin, and it's, it's it's impossible to tell what it is. It is it a is it a rash? Is it a, a brand? A, 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 maybe a, a tattoo, but in sort of reddish pinkish brown ink it's it's very odd looking um but you don't have that much time to pay attention to it because uh, obviously he's swinging a punch at you mm-hmm. um which which whistles by in in front of your nose and you you, you feel the air move but it doesn't uh, impact with you um at which point um, he seems to sort of shake his head as though he's trying to figure out what he did wrong there. Well, I'm going uh, to drop the gun and pull my sword. Okay. Because I, I can't reload quick enough. And then I'll attack as soon as I can. 
Okay, well, I'll let you attack uh, next round uh, in, in response to him. Um, so the uh, the the rest of you for the for this round, what is what is everyone else doing? Anything of note on his table, like other than the skulls that he's been etching? Or heads? Um, well, there's a there's a whole um, there's a whole pile of skulls, and um, it looks like there might be actually more um, quite fresh heads, uh, but you don't feel inclined to look. If there if there's any kind of organization to the way he's stacking things up, I'm just going to start kicking them and knocking them all down. Okay. I'm, I'm not really in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, there's, well, there's, there are one or two sort of nicely piled pyramids of skulls. I'll just kick them. Okay. Smash them against the wall if I can. All right. Well, in, in that... In, um... In that case, then we're gonna we're gonna um, go straight into the next round of combat. I think, uh, which is him uh, once more um, lunging at Pressy. Well, I was going to try and get him on my bayonet. Um, if I'm, but I'm behind Pressy. I believe your um, your dex is the same as uh, sixty. Oh, so, no, right. So yeah, so it'll be. Um, Rigo, Pressy, then you would be the order of combat. I'm 50, so I'm probably last. Yeah. Okay, so Rigo's going first. And he uh, successfully throws a punch and connects with um, Pressy for... Ooh, fucking hell. Four points of damage. And Pressy, can I attempt when, to dodge that? I'm sorry, I was muted. I, I didn't realize. I um, well, uh, or does that um, basically consume my action for the round if I dodge? Yeah, if you if you dodge, that will be your action for the round. Yes. Oh. Uh, Keep him tied up. Yeah, I think I, I at least want to try it. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, give, it, give it a go. Yes, give it a go. Yeah, yeah, I, I failed, though. I rolled a 65. If, if, if you've got your sword, you can use your sword skill to parry, remember, instead of dodging. Uh, well, that would have that would have parried with the rapier if I had a chance to have already drawn it since the last round. Um, yes, but I think if you're if you're dodging, then I'm I'm going to assume that you're too busy dodging to uh, to parry. Okay. Then I took the four. Okay. Yes, I'm afraid so. Um, and when 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 he connects with you, um, it's quite noteworthy that you um. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like like you're being hit by someone who knows how to hit you. It's 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 a strange um, it's a strange feeling. It's as though um, he he is just literally just swinging his fists at you as hard as he possibly can, hmm. rather than sort of actually sort of punching. 
doesn't punch like any man I know. Sure hurts like hell, though. And you stagger back. As you stagger back, um, Rigo just stands there, static, like he's sort of waiting for the next person to, to attack him. Like a good NPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be then, next would be uh, Ugel, wouldn't it? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Since I was kind of behind Cressy, I was just going to try and stab around with the, the bayonet, like go for his torso. Not Cressy's, obviously. <laughs> um, okay. Then uh, if you could give me um, a bayonet roll, please. Nope. 87. I uh, Luckily, I hold on to the rifle. Okay, you lunge at him with your bayonet and... Uh, he, uh, he deftly steps to the side. Oh, while he's uh, avoiding uh, uh, Ugel uh, trying to stab at him, I'm going to come around the other side and try to hook my axe kind of over his head and around his neck to kind of like yank him back and uh, um, grapple him. Okay. And that is a 96 on my uh, brawl, so that's a fail. Okay, yes. Well, he's just stepped out of the way of uh, Ugel's attack. And uh, so we'll say that as you, as you lunge towards him, he's simply just not where you expected him to be. Um, he's, he's already dodged the other attack. And, and in doing so, you, you now found yourself disoriented for a moment. Try to do something. You may indeed. All right. Since I've just been smashing skulls and kicking skulls, and I've sort of worked my way, he probably thinks I'm out of my mind, and I am. But I figure a skull's a skull. So I'm just going to take, take my gun still by the, the, the barrel and swing it around and see if I can clock him in the head, in the back of the head. Um, I'm using okay. all my strength. Yeah, make, make, make a brawl roll, but I'm going to have to give you a penalty dice for okay. this because um, you are in a frantic and bewildered state. 37, 27. Ooh. And my brawl is 85. So quite high, isn't it? Your brawl? Yeah, actually, even, the, even the, the high one is, is better than half for me. Okay. Um, I am going to let you roll for damage, then. Um, Clubs. Because he's been leaping out of the way. Um, I think it would be very unrealistic to say that he could leap out of the way of uh, one person's attack, um, thus disorientating a second person and still manage to dodge a third person with with pushing it a bit. So I'm going to say that you definitely do hit him. So um, okay. it's an eight side. It, a club is an eight dice, plus my damage bonus, which is one d four. Go for it. So four. Pop! <laughs> Another skull explodes. All right. 
How about my gun? <laughs> does my gun that does not explode. Back of his head. It's a, it's a, it's a you know it's it's a robust, a simple yet robust firearm. I am uh, I am just need for counting to, people to shout expletives, but I probably turn around and start kicking skulls again. Okay, for two more rounds. Presley sort of dusts himself down, and um. All right, all of, all of a sudden, quite a lot happens. Um, quite a lot happens. First of all, uh, Ugel and, and Pressy, you just find yourself flat on your backs. Um, like you've just been knocked down. Um, but you swear that nothing actually touched you. Uh, Baban, you just see uh, Rigaud make some sort of strange gesture. Um, and then Ugel and Pressy just sort of get thrown back almost. Well, from, from your perspective, it's almost as though they've got um, cables tied around their waists. And they've been suddenly yanked back, just three or four feet, but they've gone flat on their backs. Um, Dupois. Mm -hmm. While while this is going on, um, you can hear this happening behind you, but you're you're too busy with your 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 smashing of skulls. You're smashing the skulls. Um, and you suddenly stop midway through bringing your gun down on something. There, um, amidst the skulls, um, is something that's very much not a skull. Um, at first, you take it to be some sort of... Um, very, really quite well rendered sculpture, um, like possibly a gargoyle or a, or a dog or something. Um, and, and then, but the, the texture of it doesn't look like stone, it looks um, kind of spongy and rubbery, and uh, you, you, you. you tilt your head to get a better look and as you're looking at this thing it blinks and looks back at you um i'm going to yell out homunculus and uh flip my my uh uh my bayonet around and just jam down at it Okay. Um, in that case, this man is a witch. I wish you had not done that because oh. now it means I have to go to a different page. <laughs> Bastard. Why don't I just. 
Yeah, my, my, it sticks in midair like this. Entry, entry level advice for people GMing. <laughs> Why, just, just print it out. Just print it yeah, out. I make a cheat sheet. That's what I do. I do a cheat sheet. Yeah, just print, print it out. Print out this bit of the bag. I like printing all my stuff I need for... Logic research. said to me the other day, it said, print it out. I've got, I've got t t t stacks of these on my desk so that I can <laughs> mark things. Oh, is he gone? I do apologize. It's actually, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the notes for the, um, the other game. Okay. Um, right, yes, okay. So you, you are going to um, run, your, run this, this creature through with your... Uh... I'm going to try to. Okay. It's an abomination. Witches things. It's an okay. Empire. Okay, give it a go then. Uh, I got a sixty-one. What am I rolling for? Bayonet. Bayonet. Yes. I missed. I stuck it in the ground. Okay. Well, the the uh, the, the the creature sort of um, jumps back a little. And you and you notice that um, as as you've lunged towards it, you know it's it's really very odd that um, it's it's actually sitting in the mouth of a of a little tunnel. But rather strangely, the way that the the, the tunnel breaks in front of it um, is is sort of uneven. So there's a little bit of the uh, the front wall is in front of the back wall. Okay. So when you're looking at it straight on, you can't see that there's anything there. You can see the skulls. Okay. But it's, uh, it's quite a strange effect as you move around this corner and, and see this thing sort of revealing itself. Um, oh, now, I'm scream, homunculus at it again. <laughs> I, I want you. Um, I want you to make a sanity roll for me. All right. Uh, ten. Okay, that was a pass, so that's fine. Um, Nothing, or no? There's no no sanity loss, but I'd like you also to make an intelligence roll as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, that I don't pass. Eighty-five. Okay. Um, the thing just sort of cowers there for, for this turn. Um, meanwhile, with, with the rest of you, I'm um, sorry, um, I've lost track of what the others were doing. Uh, Pressy and Ugel had been knocked down. And I'm just staring slack jawed at this. Um, but my plan is to take down, uh, Rigo as well. Okay, I thought well, Dupois we're... just smashed his head. Well, that, no, it didn't that's... have any effect. It, uh, it a skull exploded. Oh, well, that's okay. Right. Yes, yeah. Okay. That's right. okay, right. I'm back on track now. Um, okay, in in in. Uh... Okay, as a result, um, we will we'll move on to the next turn and. Trying desperately to read this thing that's on the screen, and I've got it on too small a thing. Right. Um, 
Okay, so what's going to happen this turn is that Rigaud swings a punch at um, Bavan, which is a three. That's going to connect. Uh, Baban, um, I'll give you an opportunity to dodge. Uh, yeah, sure enough. Well, instead of dodging, can I just eat that punch and, and just like latch onto his arm and drag him to the ground with me? Grapple? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you do that. Yes, you'll have to take the damage. but um... Yeah. Yeah, that'll be my plan. 1d3 plus 1d6. Plus two. Oh, no, plus one. So it's three damage you've taken. Okay. Got it. And so from there, one, two, three. Okay. And then I reply by uh, grabbing onto him. With a seven out of sixty, so I crit him uh, with a a brawl to drag him to the ground and uh, pin him. Okay, I, I will I will let you do that. Um, unexpectedly, you sort of ride the force of his <laughs> punch and and pull him down to the ground with you. And I'm gonna begin shouting, Fressy, you shall help me. Dupois. Yes. You're poised there with your rifle. Mm -hmm. um, just about to make your next move. Um, and this horrible thing looks up at you with a, an almost pitiful look in its eyes. And it just says, um, No, no, monsieur, no, no. Friend, help, hurry. It is the devil. And it, and it suddenly just darts off down the hole. I was going to try to grab it. Too late, it's gone. All right. Shit. I mean, well, then to put down the map. <laughs> Now you've got to chase him and convince him that the devil doesn't actually exist. I'm going to chase him. I'm going to run in the direction that it ran. Mick, do I go next? I think I was supposed to fit in there right after we go. Okay. Can, can I get to him? I'm very close to sneezing, so if I suddenly go mute for a moment, that's, that's why I've gone mute. Sure. Uh, can, can I get to him, or, or is he too entangled with Baban at the moment? Um, well, I think for this, actually for this turn, um, both you and Ugel are going to be preoccupied with um, standing up primarily and then potentially moving um, towards Rigaud. Um, so say that if, if you want to attack him, you'll, you'll be on him next turn. Okay. That's the intent. All right. Um, so Baban is in, a, is in a clinch with him. Uh, Dupois, you were gonna. You said you were gonna try and see where this thing's gone. I'm just immediately running after it, rather blindly. Wonder if I can catch um, it. Okay. Well, I mean, you have to. Um, 
the the little tunnel it's gone through is about four feet tall. Oh, okay. I thought it ran down the the regular tunnel. No. Um, uh, I'll get down on my hands and knees and look in there. Uh, so if it's if it's out of my way, then I can't go after it. Um, or you just see darkness. Ah, oh, shit. So I'm I'm sort of coming out of it. I'm not sure that what I saw was real anyway. Uh. I, I turn around and I look and I see what's going on. Uh, uh, Rago and Babon are on the floor. Um, you see, um, uh, Babon has, uh, has has fallen back on the floor. Uh, Rago has been dragged on on top of him, um, and uh, Babon seems to be sort of trying to use his. his his arms to hold one of Rigo's arms and then these. Can I rather um, uh, matter of factly uh, take a couple of steps forward with my gun and just lower the bayonet right down onto Rigo's skull and then lean on it? Okay. Well, that would be um, point blank. So, um, hopefully, right on one of his eye sockets. <laughs> okay. Um, you push the bayonet uh, into the nearest available bit of his head. Which actually is sort of somewhere around the back of the neck. Okay. Me. And um, it just slides straight in. Roll for damage. Okay. Nine. One of the skulls explodes. Um, quite a way off down the hall, actually. Um, and you slide the bayonet out. And for a moment, there in the skin, you can see the, the shape of the bayonet and you can see the, 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 the sticky bright red of the, of the blood and the muscle inside. And you stand and watch in disbelief as the hole just kind of closes up. He is a witch, I scream. <laughs> and almost um, at the same instant as you, as you pull the, 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 the bayonet out, um, literally over your shoulder, you hear that same voice again saying, Come, come now, run, run. Do you hear that? I say to everybody. Do we hear anything? Um, yeah, you, you all heard it. Where is that coming from? And I point over to the tunnel. I say, there's a tunnel here, look. And I, I run towards the tunnel and I duck down and scooch into it. It's, it's empty. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to go down a way. How far does it go? Does it just keep going? 
Uh, yeah, it does. Um, I'll try grabbing. Well, I, I have to go back for a second, grab a torch, and uh, try to scoot down into it. You said it's about four feet high, so I've got to hunker down. Yeah, I should point out that that tunnel, that's not where the, the, the voice came from the second oh, time. Okay. It came from literally behind, right behind you. Okay, so I turn back around. Yeah. Um, Do I it's, see anything? It's, it's squatting there quite quite openly, just squatting there at the mouth of a another one of these tunnels. What are you? I don't know. Did, did, did the other people see this? Yeah. I look back at them. What do we I, do, Babon? And I go, I go like oh. this to the creature. <laughs> I, I do this, Mick. Yeah, look, I go like this, like go on, and I, I'm going to follow it wherever it wants me to go. Well, for now, I'm wrestling a madman. So, right. What would it show me? You must go. You, 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 you cannot kill him. You cannot kill him. Uh, uh, but um, I, I know how. Tell me. No, no, no. All right, I'm. I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. Okay. Well, he, 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 he um, sort of scuttles off uh, so you guys all see me disappear down a little tunnel <laughs> he scuttles off a few a, a few feet down the tunnel and you follow after him and he sees you sort of like, trying to squeeze down the tunnel after him um, looks behind you and and says a certain no 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 all all the little man says that you cannot kill him we must all come with him I Rusty, think... what madness is Dupois speaking? I don't know about that. I will run him through with the uh, with a sword. Rigo, uh, they're going to stay and try to kill Rigo. I'm standing there looking. That's at... what Bobon wants me to do. Right. Okay, well, if you if you're going to run him through with a sword, um, yeah, just make make a roll to hit. I'll give you a a, um, a bonus dice because he's. Uh, being immobilized by by Pressy trying to uh, by Baban trying to hold him down. All right, uh, my best was an ot five, and I needed a seventy, so that's within what extreme range? Yeah, I'll give you that as an impale. Okay. What is that max plus the dice? Is it mm. is it max? Oh, okay. Yes, it's, it's maximum possible damage plus uh, plus the um, plus your roll. Plus the roll. Yes. Nineteen. Nineteen. Pop, pop, pop. Three <laughs> of the skulls explode, and you draw your bloodless sword back out from his body. And uh, you also watch in horror as you see this wound just close up. Babon, we cannot hurt him. Babon, get off him. 
Uchel, get ready with it with the lantern. Throw it on him when I toss him aside. You read my mind. <laughs> Literally just read my mind. Okay. I have the oil lantern there and I'm just gonna bring it down on, on him. Even if it don't hit him, it'll put oil all over the area he's in. I'm just waiting for the bomb to get out of the way. Uh, and when it comes to me, forty out of sixty on brawl to kind of toss like toss him off of me into the corner of the room and, okay. and stumble up to my feet. Right. He's going to get a, a, a dodge roll as you try and throw him off into a particular area, I think. Quickly, follow me. Be right there. And he has failed his dodge roll. So, okay, so you've successfully thrown him uh, into the corner. The, uh, the 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 strange uh, rubbery thing in the shadows is 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 getting increasing increasingly more agitated and see yeah. I I'm I'm not just even trying to hit him wildly. I'm just trying to hit the right at his feet so it just puts the oil into the the area where he's standing at okay. and hopefully splashes up on him so uh, fifty one I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm just I'm going to take anything that wasn't a critical failure for that. Um, okay. Uh, well, this I'm assuming you're doing that, and then you're all bolting down the, the thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, as you uh, as you were the one who who threw the lantern at him, I'm going to assume that you're going to be the last one down the, the tongue. Um, What you see is spectacularly odd, but um, certainly in keeping with everything else that's happened down here. Um, you throw the lantern, and Rigaud is very clearly on fire. Um, but he just starts walking very calmly uh, towards a bucket. Um, and as he's walking, you can hear skulls popping up and down the hall. Every um, couple of seconds or so, a skull pops. Um, and the, the 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 last thing that you see uh, as as you as you uh, as you, you crouch your head into the tunnel. Um, is Rigaud pouring uh, a large pail of water over his head? Wow. And the sound of hissing and crackling, which you think could possibly be his skin. Um, I'm just kind of recanting this out loud to, to everyone and, and disbelief, kind of rambling. He, he, he's just, he, he put himself out. He walked over calmly, like, like, Nothing was wrong, and it's just babbling as I go into the tunnel. Quickly, the little man, he is agitated. <laughs> right, once once you're into the tunnel, there's, there's, there's no time for chit-chat or anything. You just right. get dragged by this thing through this this, this um, maze of small tunnels. And these, these places are disgusting. They stink, they're fetid, 
Um, they're warm, they're damp, there are tree roots poking through, there's a horrible, horrible smell of graveyard earth everywhere you go, and it's, it's, it's up your nose, it's, 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 it's down your throat, it's all you can, um, all you can smell. Um, every now and then, the tunnel plunges, uh, plunges down, shoots up, uh, jinx to the side, um, I'm gonna have to make. I'll, I'll get you to make a dex roll, just generally for uh, your footing while you're running through this cave system, hobbling through this cave system. Yeah. Nope. Seventy-five fail. I got a, I got a critical uh, po- positive. Suddenly, my, all of my words have gone out my my head. <laughs> no, sorry, it's all right. I'm the same. It's at this time of the morning, my brain doesn't work, which is why I keep pausing all the time. It's only six fifty in the evening for me. Already <laughs> be bed. I haven't probably woken up either. Um, standard success. For those of you who failed, I'm afraid um, you're looking at a cumulative one d six of damage for your flight through the tunnel system. Did anybody Ouch. fail? Yeah, me. <laughs> Remember to duck. <laughs> Watch out for that rock. There's a there's a place you must duck. Yeah, I've got size seventy five, so I imagine just run, 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 whack. Oh, man. Oh. and I say that like two seconds after you've. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, at least one more skull has popped this evening. Ouch. It might be. Uh... It might be disgusting and it might smell of uh, graveyard earth, but as you um, follow this this strange creature around these tunnels, um, every now and then they open to other larger areas. Some of them are just um, caverns and caves. Uh, one of them looks suspiciously like it might be where these things shit. But others, some of the other things you see... Um, There's what looks like a a medieval basement full of old wine casks, um, which uh, doesn't appear to have any stairs leading up. It seems to have been bricked up. Um, You you push on, um, not really understanding whether where the the caves have been uh, made and where they're just natural uh, caverns and and, and then suddenly you find yourself in, in a corridor, um, and, and the corridor leads to what looks like the, the very well-preserved remains of, a, of, a, of, a, of an old Roman villa. I mean, it's as fetid and as, as, as filthy and decayed as everything else down here, but perhaps this is some sort of leftover remnant of um, the city of... Uh, uh, Lutetia, the city that, that was here before Paris. Um, this is this is getting ever stranger, and you get the feeling you're getting quite deep beneath the earth now. We are now in the lands of the dead. I say ominously. But this 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 creature in the, in the half light of your lanterns, this creature uh, pauses, and it points to. Uh, the villa and ushers you in. Um, 
I don't know how I can describe this, this place. Um, the room in which you, you, you're standing it would, would have been the, the triclinium, the, uh, the dining room. There are lots of other creatures like this creature. Uh, possibly up to a dozen of them. Um, lounging around at various places on the on the mosaic floor, one on what looks like a uh, a, a stone um, chaise long, and um, they're they're well fed, they're well fed creatures, and uh, it's not easy to see uh, why they're they're well fed creatures because there are the uh, well, complete and uh, partially eaten carcasses of uh, headless human corpses uh, all over the place. What? Um, I mean, this is like this is this is like a, this is a charnel house. But um, do these look like any other sort of animal we've ever seen? Uh, no, they don't. I mean, uh, you, they, these things growl at you as you get too if you if you get too close to them. Um, they don't look very friendly, but they're mm. not um, actively attacking you or anything. Um, you said they're small. They're about the size of human beings. Oh, okay. do they? Do they have kind of arms and legs? They have arms and legs. Oh. Um, they, they are they are bipedal. Um, Naked or hairy. Um, it's very difficult to tell in this light. You can't tell whether it's, um, they either seem to have, um, a pelt that's so matted and filthy that it started looking like a, a sort of rubber. Yeah. Oh. Um, or it might just be a weird rubbery skin. You can't really tell. I mean, they're, they're quite filthy things, and you don't want to get um, too close to them. The the one thing that you you really um, do notice is that really they look they they look more more dog than man. Okay. They have sort of quite heavy muzzles and, and they, they, they seem I mean they seem to be communicating with each other but there's no language you've ever heard it's like a kind of it's a, like a horrible whimpering and meeping and squeaking I uh I have seen this before do you remember Dupois where have you led us I have led us where this creature wants us to be are these werewolves they have led us here remember we saw them we saw one of them years ago, before all this nightmare started. When we first, first got detailed to the catacombs. These are poor mutant people who have been lost down here. What, what are you? Why have you led us away from that madman?
he um, he holds up an arm, and uh, and and with 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 a genuine sense of hospitality, he says, uh, "You want some?" No, no, no. <laughs> when he says he doesn't know what he is, can I, can I tell if there is a sense using maybe psychology? If there's a sense of. Um, he just truly doesn't understand what he is or if it's more of like a, a sense of disgust and I don't know what I've become kind of thing um, you get the feeling that he just genuinely doesn't know what what sort of thing he is and, um, Okay. can we roll Cthulhu Mythos to see if we can something we were told as children or if you have Cthulhu Mythos yeah we all picked up a little yeah. Okay. Who knows? Maybe somebody gets no. lucky. Nope. Not Forty-seven. No. All right. So uh, we don't know what they are. You don't know what yeah. they are, but you're you're pretty certain that this is exactly the same kind of thing that you saw when you were in the catacombs before. We oui, Dupois. I remember now. We saw it just out of the, just out of range of our lanterns. <laughs> I apologize for doubting you all those years ago. I didn't. I didn't see it myself. I thought you were jumping at shadows, but obviously, never, never, never mind any of that. Creatures, we don't know what to call you, but you said you could help us to stop this monster. How? How do we stop this thing? And how can we repay you then? He's he. Uh... <laughs> Starts uh, gnawing on a bone for a moment, and uh, then he rudely pauses the game to blow his nose. <laughs> <laughs> what is this strange custom of blowing one's nose? <laughs> Why have I become German? <laughs> I am crazy. <laughs> Perhaps you spend much time. I'm This whole scenario is going to end with them coming in to give me my medication. <laughs> the creature settles itself down with with its bone, and then in in between its gnawing, it starts to speak to you, and it says. Um, We are living in the asylum. These are the end times. Um, uh, it is hard to, to find the words after all this time. The man, who you call, uh... Rago. Rago, Rago. Um, he, he will, uh... He, he seeks to give, uh... Um, your catacombs above, um, cities, 
he will give the city, he will give you an, um, everything, everything. Everything? He gives to the outside, the outer ones. To another country? No, 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 no. Puts uh, uh, many uh, many men chopped. Yes. Um, and and a uh, man will go. He, he puts uh, picture sigil. Yes. On on blade. On on all of the blades. Putting that symbol on the guillotine. Oui, oui. Uh, and um, uh, um, the, 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 the symbol, uh, the sigil, the, the, um, when, when, when the soul dies under the blades, uh, it is sent to uh, um, the center. Um, Heaven? Hell? No, um... Uh, he looks around him for a moment and... The and center of the city? Paris. He, he, he gestures with his bone and, 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 and draws you closer. He says, so. Azathoth. No, Azathoth, Azathoth. Is that in Germany? No, it's, um, it's outside, um, uh... Outside of the country? When, 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 when... Hungary, when, perhaps. When, when, when a blade kills, um, with, with, with this symbol, uh, um, uh, their voices, um, they, 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 they join the, the great chorus. Purgatory. And, and and this is uh, if you if you see um, eyes the eyes you see them you see uh, like the uh, uh, the eyes uh, God and singing he's talking about a church but no he's no 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 after they are killed you see the eyes you see the horror in their eyes they know what has happened to them they they they, they, they are not just dead they they have gone outside they have been sent to him they um, don't they're not allowed to heaven so they're so he is, he is using, uh, he is using, uh, uh the soul, is it soul, the soul, I, I cannot recall, um, it, oh, it's been so long, I can't, I don't know how to tell you. Uh, so this is some kind of dark bargain. When, when he has 10,000, 10, he has 10,000, uh, souls, um, have been sent to the throne, the, 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 the the choir of skulls who sing, uh, the the eye of Azathoth will open. Paris will be engulfed. He will, he will give it to to outside. Ten thousand dead. <sighs> that is the price. Okay. Are there not, not ten thousand dead? Or I don't, don't. I don't expect you to believe this. I I, I, I can scarcely believe. How you. how do we stop him? Uh, and more importantly, demon, <sighs> why? Are you telling us this? Why pull us away from him? Why help us? 
paralysis. This, this is this is just part of my story. They live here too. It is what I must do. I, I, I don't expect you to believe me, but I, I have seen the proof. I have visited the, the dream city of uh, Ignarok. And, and, and there, there is a blind onyx carver. And each day he rises and chisels names in a language he does not speak. He is as mad as you. The language, no, the language is French. The names are, are our daily toll. Each night he dreams of us and each day he continues his list. In scant moments of rest he listens for the sound of the ending so that he can lay down his tools and die. And it was there that I saw this. So what you are saying basically... Now I have become... I, I, just, I, I turn away and I look at the others. I'm like, what he is saying is this our dark wizard friend back there is doing some sort of magic that will destroy the entire city as a sacrifice to his whatever, his demon, his... The Hungarian city of Azathoth, yes. What, for some reason, they 10,000 dead Parisians is the cost of whatever his plan is. He is sacrificing them to the devil or whatever, but we must stop him. How do we stop him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you said you could tell us how to stop him. Well, this is what happens when you take, when, when you take prophecies from uneducated onyx carvers in dreams. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, look, I, I have seen... I have seen that he has a, 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 a book. Um, it is a, a black book. With, Probably uh, one of Fenelik's books. With, with, um, it has uh, brass bindings. This is very important to him. Um, well, we must. The, 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 the book has the ritual. And, and 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 tells you how to make the ritual and how to how to how to undo uh, how to unpick the ritual. Um, and if you unpick the, the magic, that if it is broken, then then Rigaud can be killed. Well, then we must find this book. I, I've looked for the book, but I, I, I think that Rigaud is taken to it in outside of the catacombs and don't. We do not like to leave the catacombs. How do we get out without going back to Rego? Oh, this is easy. I can make it easily. There are many, many ways out of the catacombs. It is not a problem to sneak to sneak you out of the catacombs. Is the, is the merest trifle. What, what do I call you? What is your name? He seems to just sort of drift away in thought for a moment. We will call him Louis. As though he's making a real effort of will. And um, after a fair while, he says, uh... Kyom. Kyom. My name was Kyom. All right, Gyom, you have done us a service. Show us the way out. 
we will do what we can. The first thing we should do is find all the guillotines and see if we can destroy whatever mark is upon them. That's we would be next. To, we would be next on those guillotines if we were caught doing anything like that. They would assume that we're the, there to dismantle or stop their progress. Well, we won't. We'd simply say that they need to be replaced because they are not sharp any longer. I don't know. I don't care if they keep cutting everybody's head off as long as it's not dedicated in magic to this evil wizard. Why is Rigo doing this? Is he insane? He must be insane. Please, show us the way out, unless you guys want to ask any more questions. Yes, does anyone have any more questions before you leave? Does, um... Does this Rago stay down here a lot? Is he here regularly? Do you know if he has anything else important there? He, he comes here from time to time. Um, but I, I think he must... Um, you know, he, I think he has another place where, where, where he stays because... Uh, this place, he does not, he does not rest here. He, he comes here and he carves his symbols. And he comes here with his things, his, his rotten, inedible things that walk. But he does not bring this black book with him, this book that supposedly can under- I, I, I have seen him with it, but not, not all the time. Uh, and I have searched the catacombs for it. Maybe it is in his house. Perhaps. Uh, uh, Guillaume, uh, another question, I suppose, with this, uh, the, uh, what was I going to ask? Shit. Merit. <laughs> Cannot remember. Um, this would be a perfect time, Lug, for you to start gnawing your boat and providing sound effects. <laughs> continues gnawing at his phone. I don't suppose we have. Christophe, have you ever heard of anything called Azathoth? You make a, um... Sounds Greek. You make a Cthulhu Mythos roll. No. No. Would a, would a cult gleam anything? No. No. Um, I could allow you all to make an intelligence roll. Okay. How did I pass that? Yep. I did. I did make that. Yep. I passed my intelligence roll. A nine out of sixty. Wow. Wow. Okay. Did you all pass that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, then yes, you you're all. yeah, you all remember that when you were in the uh, the ballroom at Fenelik's, uh, the, the Chateau Fenelik, um, you heard that name mentioned. You can't quite remember in what context or by whom, but you have definitely heard that name before. Was it 
Was it written on the music that the insane dwarf played? It sounds familiar. Could it could be? Oh, I'm asking them. Carries <laughs> them. Uh, I remember the music, but I, I didn't look at the, the, the sheet music. Just the noise of it. Let's let's get the Putan de Mer out of here. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Guillaume, is there anything we could do to repay your kindness? Oh, just uh, just just stop that, stop that, uh, that that man, that creature is. It is just oh. It is not just that it is it, it, it is dark magic, but oh, the things he brings down here. He brings down other we just, monsters. We just we just want to we just want to be left alone. We just want to eat, and live our lives, and get on with what we get on with. You know, Marcel over there is very good at wrestling. <laughs> Always we're hiding, running. The eaters of the dead. Well, it is a sorry lot, monsieur, but it is ours and all we have. Hmm. Well, at least for myself, if I ever am in the catacombs and I run across you or your kind, I will let you be. I will not try and. <laughs> well, one thing one thing that uh, this uh, makes me realize, hey, at least somebody is eating well in Paris, right? Hey? <laughs> when I die, you can have <laughs> the remains of my body as a as you, as as you, as you say that about the, about them eating well, actually a couple of them do actually chuckle. <laughs> I need to roll sanity at that. Hey, <laughs> okay, oh. I make it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh well, someone appreciates my humor. So, uh, I suppose we should uh, make our way topside and see what we can find out about these uh, murder machines, uh, these magical murder machines that uh, Ergo has set up, and then also try to find his book and uh, try not to be killed by whatever allies he may have in the... Uh, in the uh, the wheels of terror of our good friend uh, Robespierre, we could. Uh, so I, I assume as we're going, I'm like, we could do something to make it look like uh, like Citizen Rigaud needs to have his head chopped off. We could accuse him. But what? I mean, what do we? Put a German prince's letter in his in his uh, study and then point to it. I can't. These, these things, all we have to do is point our fingers and accuse. He was once a nobleman. He is no longer. Oh. There is still a great deal of hatred for mm. his kind. Just Boma- get Theria moving towards him. Boman has done well for himself in the revolution. Perhaps he has good friends, someone who can help us. We get topside. We, we, contact them 
We can try. I don't know where Beaumont is. Probably kissing babies. I don't know what that means. <laughs> as long as he's not eating them, I don't have a problem with it. And apparently, even then, I have bigger, bigger uh, concerns than delicious baby meat. Apparently. Is it it, uh, one or two ears perk up at the sound of the phrase uh, delicious baby meat? (laughs) I want my baby back, baby back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Has somebody got some baby? (laughs) All right, I can't wait to get out of this ghoulish environment. It's the one word that we keep skirting around. Don't, don't, don't use, use that word, monsieur. Don't use the word. All right. So we 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 find our way out. However, he takes out. Oh, he 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 sends you off down uh, another tunnel. And um, you emerge. Um, about 15 minutes later, you, you emerge um, about 70 yards away from your usual position. Okay. Uh, in a small copse, you can even see the entrance to the catacombs that you're supposed to be guarding. Um, you're kind of quite impressed that... Um, that uh, Guillaume knew exactly where to to put you back on the surface. Um, You get the feeling that he probably knows those catacombs at the back of his hand. Mm. It is very nearly dawn. Um, Is the militiaman still there by the gate? Uh, no, the militiamen are long gone by the looks of it. Is there a they, flopping they corpse there? Stuck around the tall. Um, there are corpses about. Shall we go uh, collect? Well, oh, no, hang on, no, they're on. You burned the corpses, didn't you? Oh, the like one, one, one. Yeah, we 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 nailed its bones together to stop it from moving around. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and we left the one guy to guard it, and then we were supposed to be waiting for reinforcements. Uh, okay, yeah, well, the, uh, the corpses are the guys. And... Is the corpse still moving? Uh, oh, yes. Okay. It's still doing the. Um... Have the locals all taken away the dead bodies because it was like barbecue, and now they're eating dead well, bodies? Well. <laughs> um... No, the the, oh. the bodies are there is a, a smoking pile of meat. Um, I think we should find Rego's abode and uh, find this black book that Guillaume has told us about. But where to start? And what if Rego is there when we get there? Oh, Rego is still down the down in the tunnels, I'm sure. I presume uh, he is no longer in... Uh, because the gates are still locked, right? The there. palace. He could squeeze through there, though. We were just fortunate that the, the corpses were too stupid to, to crouch. 
Well, he's going to have to cover up because he's a bit extra crispy right now. Unless he just healed right away. Oh, that's true. Of course, his clothes didn't heal right away. Uh, there's, I'm sure, plenty of uh, unused clothing down there that he could use his hands on. I just, I just had a horrible vision of pale, rotting Rago running through the streets, buck naked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, find out where he lives. We should go there. Even if he is there, we can. Uh, hmm. You can nail him to the wall like you did the other. Can we even leave our post yet? Uh, well, you you will be relieved. Um, you know, within the next half hour. Okay. Um, so, as, as I mentioned before, it is um, you are relieved at dawn. You're not relieved at a specific hour. So a few things. <sighs> relieved at dawn, and it's just it's basically when they turn up. One, we tried to find Rago's home. My son is a doctor. Maybe he knows where another doctor could be found. I could ask him. That's one lead we have. Two, we have this corpse here. And uh, I'm thinking perhaps we take this corpse back as proof. Uh, we try to find Beaumont and his friends and make trouble for Rago through the revolutionary committees. That seems to be the two things to focus on. Anyone else think perhaps I am making an unwise decision in this? Or? No, but we need to stop the heads from rolling so that he doesn't equal 10,000. Well, taking this living, stitched-together, freakish monster back will at least perhaps engage in discussion with the uh, revolutionary committees and... We follow that angle into the uh, uh, into the guillotines. So perhaps do we split up? Two of us go try to find his home. Two of us try to stop the guillotines. I think we should stay together. But uh... which is more important? That is the question. Papa, give me an intelligence roll. Uh oh, eighty-five out of sixty. I did not make that. Um. Crinkle cut chips were invented by the Chinese as a plot to stabilize Western democracy. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, but I miss them. They're so delicious. <laughs> so they're not really French fries. No. All right. They're actually um, called Shuaonye, <laughs> which means secret weapon. <laughs> I hope so. We're going to start to get uh, some uh, emails from Chinese watchers. Uh, <laughs> um, weapon to destroy the West. Um, I'm sure that anyone who speaks Chinese will be quick to point out that that was gibberish. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, let's. Uh, well, you, you, you are the uh, one in command. Um, I will go uh, try and stop the guillotines, though I don't know how. Well, we take the corpse. I think that may be the best way to go about it. I mean, in the meantime, I could try to... I go find my son, ask him, see if he may, maybe perhaps knows where or to find a doctor like her girl. Unless anyone else has any better suggestions for a lead to try to find him. 
I think it shouldn't be hard to find out where he lives. He is a famous man. I think the lines around honesty and uh, honor get very blurred when you get very close to that guillotine. I I'm not certain I want anything to do with that. I'd, I'd almost like to handle this without without getting near that. So try to go for the book first. Yeah. Uh, I, so. I just have a horrible feeling in my gut that if I go near that and I start placing blame, that blame will be shifted right back upon me. And we have, we have to, I, but potentially someone else to lay under that blade. We have the body, which is evidence of the witchcraft. If we could stop or go, we automatically stop the the guillotine because he needs to perform that ritual. So if there's no ritual performed, it can't happen. There could be a 10,000 times two killed, but without the ritual, nothing will happen. Hopefully. Well, right. at least at least it's a start. Then what do you say, Babo? Uh, well, the two of them want to uh, go after the book first. We've got to do both of them, so... Uh, I, we may as well try to see if we get our hands on that book and and uh, I, I, I don't know how to formulate to get them to stop to you to using the guillotines that is a problem it's quite so we, uh, perhaps we will think of something while we are getting the book yeah the book is the more <laughs> achievable goal perhaps uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think we are the men to stand in the way of uh, of Robespierre's little uh, reorganization of society. Let us see. Who would know? Where Perhaps if we can find it, the book with the symbol in it and then point to the fact that it's on the guillotines might be a clearer message. There we go. Witchcraft. <laughs> so um, I guess we, we should just hide the body in our uh, barracks for now, keep it around for a spare. Well, why don't you just leave it here and let the, the next watch find it? <laughs> Tell them when they get here. This proves that they don't let, don't let Monsieur uh, uh, Rigaud out of the catacombs if he tries to get out. That he is a witch. We we start telling them here, and we show them the body, and they yeah. will guard it, and they will guard him, and keep him from his home, and we shall get his witch book. That seems as good a plan as any. So we tried to well, begin. As you're, as you're discussing that, you start. You, you do hear the familiar clip-clopping of uh, horses oh. coming up the lane. So as soon as they come, it's the usual uh, five horses containing your uh, uh, relief crew. It's the same same relief crew you get every day. You know them by sight. Um, one of them, um, their sergeant, Halus uh, Baman, and Sergeant, Sergeant Halus. There's only um, only four of you tonight. There has been a terrible thing that we have witnessed. Now it will sound insane, but we have proof. We shall show you. And I say, come, come. There is a necromancer, a witch, a demon summoner who is down within the catacombs and he has summoned up some of the dead. Look there. And I show him that and I show him the dead bodies and the, the, the smoldering ashes. 
and I show I point to the gate and show him how we've locked it. I say, we we must go, and I say we must go, and summon the authorities. Do not let anyone out of that tomb. Or okay, uh, the, the the sergeant uh, walks up and uh, has a look at the body. So turns around and shrugs and then looks back again and just uses his sword and sort of lifts up the uh, the hood and uh, rather loudly makes the, the, the French equivalent of uh, bloody hell. Um, what would that be? Oh, uh, sacre mer! <laughs> and I say, um, the, the, the necromancer is stitching together the bodies and the heads of the recently dead. I said, if, and I, I lean over towards him and I say, if you are attacked by them, a sword or a bullet through the forehead will kill the thing. We have left that to prove that we are not lying. Unless it is Rigaud, the man responsible, and then no weapon that you possess will, will uh, scratch him. Just keep him locked up in there. Don't let How are we to keep the man locked up if we cannot harm him? I mean, so, well... Well, in order to get out, he'll have to get down on his hands and knees and climb out. Don't let him do that. Kick him in the face. <laughs> he cannot be harmed, but he is no stronger than a normal man. Yes. Keep that cart pushed up against there. Keep him trapped. Now, of course, he could get out other places, but you know, what can you do? We are going to bring him to justice if we can. The other soldiers are looking a bit nervously at each other, but it's you know it's their job. They have to do this, um, so they just get on with it. Right. Um, now, for your part, you have um, obviously, as you have every night, you have the horses. The deal is, uh, they ride the horses from the barracks relieve you you jump back on the horses you take the horses back to the barracks the horses go in the stables you go to bed well except that we're not going to go to bed mm. we're going to our first order of business is to find out where Rego lives is there any kind of record where people live uh, well in the case of uh, practitioners of medicine yes it turns out there most definitely is a record of where people live. And given that, given that my microphone is falling over, that's it. Um, given that you're the, uh, um, the, the, the detail that, that does the night shift at the catacombs, and you need the, the, the details of the doctor who is also on the night shift at the catacombs. Um, it doesn't seem even remotely odd that you should be asking for that. Mm. So it's In rather. Fact, I mean, it's, it's really just a case of saying to a few people do, do you know how we get the. Uh, how, how do we find out where, where the doctor lives? Citizen um, Rogol, yeah. Hmm. Now, finding out how to do it is uh, an easy matter. Um, however, this is revolutionary Paris. 
So finding out how to do it and actually doing it are, are two very different things. Um, so realistically, it takes you somewhere in the region of three hours to uh, visit all the relevant people, get the stamps you need from the relevant officers, take those to another office. I mean, you're the right, you're the right people. You are the, the, um, the, the detail for the catacombs. Um, you know, he is someone with whom you have to liaise, uh, but still it takes a good portion of the morning. Okay. And, uh, Given that you haven't slept by this, but by this time you're, you're feeling a bit drained because it's just, it's just boring. You're just sitting in corridors and standing in lines and waiting to see people, and then you talk to them for two minutes and they stamp a form, and then you go somewhere else for an hour. Yeah. So, is it is it possible that while a couple we, of us are doing that, that a couple of us are setting up the accusations so that we can talk to our superiors and say like, hell, this is what happened to us last night. We've got all this proof and we have to stop this insane man from his evil witchcraft. It's entirely possible, but um, you're gonna have to role play. All right. And at one point, when we're waiting for an hour at some place for a stamp, I wanted to take one of the remaining lanterns that we took, mm -hmm. go out to the street and try and trade for a little bit of food and some wine for us so we could put something in our belly. We haven't eaten in almost 12, 15 hours. Okay. Um. So, Sean, while we are doing this, you want to go t speak to your superiors? Sure. I don't know how well it's going to go without, uh, without the proof of that corpse. I may need to go back to the catacombs and collect it. Uh, Amazing. Give you all these, they haven't actually given Ugel, um a skill pertinent to um, sort of foraging, which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I was wondering about that also. They gave me cooking, but I'm the provisioner. I thought there should be some sort of trading or mm. something. Huh? Charm? Maybe maybe cooking has something to do with collecting the things to cook. Yeah, yeah. Just looking I'm around. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say persuade because I think if you're attempting to barter with anyone right. in this climate, it is it is about persuading because nothing is inherently valuable really other than like sort of precious metals and things. Oh, four. Okay. Um, well, you know, it's it's, it's quite a well-made um, bullseye lamp, and it, it is full of oil. And uh, I mean, the brass looks quite new, and the first couple of people you meet aren't, aren't too interested in it, but... Um, you managed to trade it to someone for a couple of loaves of bread and a couple of bottles of uh, dubious looking wine. Okay. At least we have something to eat. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's no feast, but it'll uh, it'll keep you alive for the night. And I come back to the guys. 
uh, this is the best I could do, but I had, you know, start portioning out the, the wine and the bread while we wait. Mm. I'm very tempted then to do do a scene where you just you, you get out the food and within seconds <laughs> like this this mob of about thirty street urchins just comes out like a, a Warner Brothers um, like a um, mm. Hanna Barbera cartoon and just goes and goes and you've got no bread left, Monsieur, and they're off. At which point I would say. Children, you should go play in the catacomb. There are some people down there that really enjoy playing with you. <laughs> They'd like to invite you to dinner. So, this this food is good and all, but I, I am very sore from where Rugo hit me. Can can anybody take a look at this? Uh, actually, I can take a quick look. Unless anybody else is better. Uh, no, I've just got base. Field medic. 40. Battle line. 50. Yeah, so I think you're your best medic. Uh, all seven. Okay, so um, Pressy, you'll get a point back and you're stabilized. Okay. Um, has anyone else got any outstanding injuries? Yeah, I've got two. I'm getting punched and getting my head cut open by a. Uh, Stray rock. You you really need to uh, to visit a doctor, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> which you're kind of going to be doing, but um, not in a, in a way that would be helpful to you. Um, yes, you would need to see a doctor or a apothecary. I mean, we we could just say I think that um, uh, while you were taking the the horses back. You could have got yourself rudimentarily um, patched up, or while they were running the first couple of errands yeah. or something. Um, so I'll let you have one hit point back um, okay. and stabilize on that, primarily just because I don't want you bleeding to death while just walking around some administrative offices. It's not. It's not a good death. So yeah, with that, then I'm gonna take a horse. Ride back to the catacombs. Um, collect up the uh, the dead, uh, or the the um, the living dead, the one I nailed um, his arms down and everything, and we tied off his legs. Throw him over the horse, and then I'm gonna take him in to go report to my superior, um, and. Uh, Try to start the ball ball rolling on some uh, accusation of dark arts. I'm specifically going to stay away from like the uh, like satanic witchcraft angle, just because of the times, and uh, just just go with uh, 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 dark sciences. Well, the uh, I'm trying to figure out who the um, I suppose it would be the God de Paris that you'd be. Yeah, because Malon is gone, so I I don't know where we where we go next. But he's been gone for a while, so presumably I got somebody else to go to. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you would have a, a superior officer that you report to. Um, as with the, uh, the, the the men who relieved you earlier, he had, um, he's largely sceptical until he actually sees the, the, the thing, and then um, you're just stopped midstream, um, and he stops you as you're telling your story, and he goes off, and he returns with two other men and gets you to recap and tell him your complete story. Yeah. So it it took my entire squad to restrain this thing, and this was one of many. The others we unfortunately could not restrain. We had to burn them. They are piled up outside of the, uh, the catacombs. And uh, once we restrained him, we made our way down, and we found uh, Rigaud engaging in some kind of dark and terrible uh, uh, alchemy of some kind. And uh, with it, uh, he was too much for us. We, we were forced to retreat. And, uh, uh, but with it, uh, as you can see, he is committing terrible, terrible atrocities. This head and this body, they are not even the same. You can see the skin is... They are different tones, and this is one of many. My men now are looking to see if they can find uh, uh, more of what he has done, but I am concerned for uh, who knows how long he has been doing this, and uh, he is a, a great threat to Perry and to France. This, this, is, this is a truly uh, uh, depraved and, uh, and uh, obscene spectacle, uh, comrade. Um, citizen, uh, comrade citizen, I, uh, I will pass this to the relevant, uh, uh, the, the relevant committee at uh, the very earliest opportunity. Indeed. Um, and they in turn will, will pass it on to, uh, the, uh, the city council who will pass it on to the national executive who will earmark it for consideration to the relevant, uh, uh branch of the legislature. I, I kind of lean forward conspiratorially and say, like, and I don't know if you know this, but Rigaud, he was doctor to the king himself. Oh, we know who he is. Exactly. Exactement. I think uh, perhaps his uh, royalist leanings uh, and depravities were not quite as uh, washed clean as people may have thought. Well, perhaps, I mean, if you have... Um... Were you to have evidence of uh, of um, o overtly uh, monarchist behavior on uh, Citizen Rigaud's behalf, um, then, then that would be rather damning. But uh, this is this is such an unusual case. Um, it, 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 it sets a precedent within itself. We we we, um, we we must discuss how to proceed further with this. Um, In, this, this this must be handled. Quietly. And shall I hold on to this creature until such time as it is needed? Uh, we will. Uh, we will put this somewhere secure. This thing needs to be locked away for the public good. Um, we we will perhaps. Uh, I am loath to even ask anyone to examine such a horror. An horror. Indeed. Well. I can tell. I can tell you, it is not a smart creature. This beast, 
it is a uh, it is a uh, barely more than a, a savage beast of burden. But uh, I do have an additional concern. Oh, an additional concern, which is uh, this. Uh, these these bodies, something with their preparation has to do with the uh, guillotines themselves, or, or at least that is a, a supposition that we have. Um, uh, we've come to believe he's he has marked his these guillotines that we use for the public good. Those very same guillotines are marked with uh, uh, iconography that he uses in whatever his dark arts are. Monsieur, one, one, one thing at a time, citizen, please. Um, the, the, the first, we need to find this man and, and, and deal with him. And then, uh, then, 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 then we can deal with his, with his handiwork and his, his, his superstitious nonsense afterwards. We oui, oui. Well, uh, hmm. I do know one of the bodies that he resurrected was definitely a nobleman. Uh, do you do you know who the nobleman was? Oh, I cannot remember his name. Uh, can I make it an intelligence check to remember the name of uh, Percy's father-in-law? Uh, you, you can. Forty-two out of sixty. I probably would have complained about him a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am now. Well, I'm just going to rattle off the name, and then I'm going to say perhaps I'm, I'm now representing the, 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 the character of you trying to find it. Um, <laughs> yes, so you tell him that name, and then and then I'm going to say, uh, and I suspect if you were to look up the whoever this this head is, I suspect this head belongs to a nobleman as well. I think uh, resurrecting nobles, even in such an uh, imperfect state, is also a sign of uh, treason in and of itself. But, uh, his uh, name, by the way, was the Comte de Benoit. Oh, Comte de Benoit, there. The father of Melody Benoit. He, uh, well, he, he died a second death at our hands and uh i will leave this to you and your capable uh your uh capable staff mon capitan i have much work to do i will report in if i find anything additional yes yes uh, we we will uh um we, we will advise you on this matter in due course bon farewell uh, mon capitan imperiously out of the room <laughs> Uh, now back to the other three of you. You've been uh, you've been at this for about four and a half hours now. The bread and the wine have helped a little. There is so much bureaucracy. You would think this was England, but eventually, uh, a little man um, in, uh, in 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 Pinsnes, Pinsnes, um comes uh, trotting out from one of the offices and um, he says to you, Monsieur, uh, could you uh, 
Could you sign here, please? This is uh, this is your receipt. And then if you sign here, this is uh, my receipt for your receipt. And finally, this is your receipt for my receipt for your receipt. Uh -huh. And that one is yours. And he gives you one of the pieces of paper. And uh, returns into his office. And uh, about a minute or so later, he comes back with a single folded sheet of paper and hands it to you. Ah, thank you. Now we should probably go to the Bank of Paris and put the receipt into a safety deposit box so that we don't ever lose the receipt. But the receipt of the receipt you can throw in the garbage. <laughs> so you were given you were given a piece of paper, and the piece of paper um, simply says Citizen Rigaud, uh, Rue Neuve Saint Augustine. Going to take us forever to get there this time of the morning. Um, probably will. I'm not, I can't be bothered to, to, to find the, the map because that would mean I have to have a third screen open. Um, oh, no, hang on, I've got it over there. Sorry, I've got a little JPEG. <laughs> um, do you have the map or would you like to see the map? Oh. You can just tell us. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you haven't even gone there yet, so it's pointless even being up the map right now. But it's uh, yes, it's um, it's a long way away. They want to get his book, um, destroy his book. It's quite near the government buildings. So, given that you had to go to the government buildings in order to get the information to find out where it is, you are relatively close to. To the Great. We just turn around and it's across the street. <clears throat> so what next, chaps? We're gonna head to Rigos, yeah. Okay. Um well, yeah, I mean, sure, you, surely by now Babon has caught up with us. Oh yes, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's, he's had Plenty of time to catch up with you by this point. So you are all together by this point. Um, Is anyone else exhausted? We. We. But the fate of Paris is in our hands again. Our undead friend, uh, he is making his way into the, uh, um, the bureaucratic uh, process. So uh, perhaps around this time uh, next year, next century, uh, we will be ready for some proper treason charges against the good doctor. I think we should, should just break his magic and kill him. I think so. That is what we will have to do. But at least now we have some paperwork in place about why we are harassing and killing a doctor. We and we have a receipt. <laughs> Did you get the receipt for where they're locking him up so we can retrieve him? We don't know anything about that yet. Whether he's being locked up. Um. Oh, you've heard. You've heard a rumor. Um. Fenelik. 
No, no, we know her. We know her. Fennel, I guess. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was making a joke. I asked him if he got a receipt for dropping off the body. Oh. I just just the receipt for my mission report, which is uh, includes that and everything else. Everything short of uh, uh, if you if you don't mind, I left out our little friends that helped us in the escape. Uh, I did not include any mention of them. Good. We they they have no bearing in this matter. Well, I'm I'm thinking we might as well um, call it there. Okay. Um, or um, and unless you wanted to do anything like that, um, uh, were, were you planning on um, surveilling the, the house? Well, we'll probably do all of that. But that is a good spot. To... Yeah, you, you can start that next time. But, um, that sort of starts the next thing that we're going to do. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll even be generous and say that you would probably have managed to grab a couple of hours sleep while you were. Okay involved in all of this 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 waiting around so i'm not going to have you just sort of like you know dro dropping exhaustion in the street or something do uh do christophe and babon get one more hit point back then uh not just yet no because you haven't really had a full night's sleep okay um while they have had treatment it's stabilized but um you know, it's, you, you've not had much to eat, and it's been very poor quality food, and only a couple of hours sleep, so you're still very much on the on, on, on the, the downside of things. All right. Our players included Fred Carter, Luke Strom, Jack, uh, Jack, Jason Melmachok, and myself with Nick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft in the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game. Um,